0: There's joy in every journey.
1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store
2: to make the switch today. The greatest indie band of all time. Fight me if you think that that isn't true. Meet me, 7,000 squib Row. Is
1: that an invitation for people to come here and yes, fight you? Yes, come
2: here and invite me if you think that the Yeah, yeah are not the greatest indie band of all time. Ooh. Heads will roll from 2009, Jordan Silver and Friends, six five, The Buzz. Hello, Christopher. Good morning, Jordan. How are you? Mm. Mm-hmm. Let's ask you first. Let's go with you first. How are you feeling? How's everything going? It's not my best morning. Yep. I was leaving the gym this morning, got my little Apple Watch was buzzing, look over, and you just sent me an emoji.
1: Yeah, I thought that was the simplest way to imply what was going on.
2: If Chris has to leave in the middle of a break, class, uh, he has uh, permission. Yeah. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. Let your mind wander. Perfect. Okay, well, today is a day that I have not been looking forward to for a very long time. Why would that be? Well, there's two reasons. Number one, we're going to begin the process of trying to find the girl that I catfished when I was tw- 16
1: 17 18 yeah i'm so excited i have no idea where that's gonna go
2: i went into some discs floppy discs three and a half or five and three and a half right come on come on <laughs> come on i'm not 90 i'm 38 might as well be the same thing i found so much information on these floppy disks. I did some serial killer stuff. Really? Yeah, but we'll get into that coming up at 725 okay. with um, Mortified. Is there something else yeah, there's doing Yeah, something today? else. What would that be? I know we said 6 o'clock, but I have to be able to explain it to the Buzz family. So let's say 6.08. Oh hey, no. Yes. No. I have to be able to explain it to the Buzz Fine, then you explain it. Go ahead, Chris. Jordan has a crutch, and
1: when she's on the radio, she says the word exactly, and she's trying to stop saying that word, so we've decided that she's going to give me a tub of grape tomatoes, and whenever she says that word exactly, I get to chuck one at her body area.
2: And I got a couple messages yesterday that people were like, I don't hear you saying that word a lot. Ooh. I'm like, that's great. I'm covering it with <laughs> other things, and you're remembering other things mm-hmm. other than the word that is my crutch, but just yesterday, I made a super cut of all the times that I said that word. You did. Yes, and you can't throw this at me, because this is from yesterday. Okay, okay, all right? I'll, we I'll go. give you a pass. Listen to this. The relationship. Exactly. All my... Because f- they're so interesting to listen to. Exactly, but exactly uh, to you. Ha ha, take that, ha Yeah, Exactly. Oh. <laughs> exactly. 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 36C boulders. Exactly. Stab myself in the eye. Exactly. Yeah, I got you there, by the way. <laughs> That's eight of them. I couldn't count. I count. There them. are your tomatoes. Perfect. Sweet grape tomatoes. Anytime I say that word today. Starting now. Starting now. You get to throw those at me. Perfect. Ooh. Do you eat these? I- yes, I do. I won't eat them after you're. Grubby little hands have been on them, though. Throwing them at me. They've been in the floor. (laughs) Are you a good shot? Were you good at... No, I'm not... I'm going to try not to hit your face. there's
1: a reason I didn't go out for sports in high school. Damn it. So, (laughs) I mean, you are, what, four, five feet away from me? Mm Mm-hmm. Ooh. Can we get a practice round going in?
2: Nope. How soon do you think it'll be before you throw the first tomato? Because you also have to remember... You Uh, you have
1: to hear it as well. That's what I'm worried about. I'm going to be delayed, and you're going to give me a... Three second
2: delay. This is also a test of well practicing active listening mm-hmm. as well, being in the moment. Because you have two seconds. That's it. If I say that word and you miss it, you're done. But it's going to take more. Okay, we'll try that. In the name of the Father and of the Son.
3: <laughs> Jordan Silver and friends, 69 on 96.5 the bus. So every
2: day on Twitter, there is a trending hashtag that has to do with the day. You know, throwback Thursday. Yep. And I've been wanting to do something with those for a very long time. Today's is Wednesday motivation. Okay. And if you click that, it's nice things that people tweet
1: to get you inspired for the day.
2: Yeah. And so the thing is life isn't like that. <laughs> it isn't, is it? Mm, no, not at all. So, why not just be realistic with people? I found some realistic Wednesday motivation things. okay. You want to hear some of them? I do. Okay. I wrote this one. Nobody else is going to do it for you. You've got to do it yourself unless you're really hot. Truth. Life is too short. Smile while you still have teeth. Also true. You never know what you have until you clean your room. You're just full of truth today. I'm just, I'm pulling things. you spitting out. it. When someone says you can't do it, do it twice and take a picture and put it on social media. It's a little petty, but it, it works. Trust me, you can dance. Love, vodka.
3: Music, oral, local, and unofficial holiday. Digging deep into history. Because we're all a bunch of nerds. And bringing you On This Day in History with Jordan Silver and Friends.
2: On this day in 2020, the weather is nice as hell outside. Oh, it's
1: beautiful with the
2: humidity maybe around 44%. Chris has this really weird ability to tell what the humidity is. (laughs) The percentage. And he is... off by one or two, and that is <laughs> it out of a hundred percent. So you can just feel it internally. Exactly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I deserve that. That is my crutch Ooh. word, and Chris is throwing tomatoes I'm at me. Have
1: to get them lined up. <sighs> that took a while to get it out of the out of the bag. It is
2: Wednesday, June twenty fourth, and Chris, tell us what happened on this day in history. In 2010. There we go. The longest
1: tennis match in history at Wimbledon. Here's the end of the match.
3: Because at last, at long, long last, we have a winner. Bringing to an end this truly epic encounter.
1: It went on for 11 hours. What? There's a YouTube video of the full length of the tennis match and it's 11 hours long. Who in the right mind has the patience to watch eleven hours of tennis in one game in
2: one setting? There is something tennis-related on the news. I mean, sorry, on on TV right now, and I've been having it on. It mm-hmm. makes so much noise when they hit the ball. The rackets? Yeah. No, 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 no. The people. Oh, oh, the, oh, oh, the, the when players. They, ugh. Ah, no, but like <laughs> not but like like from their soul. Every single time that they whack the ball, it's like. Ah! Uh, I'll have to pay attention I next time. almost pulled audio from it, but we have a lot of stuff to get through mm. today. On this day in local
1: history in 2005, ground breaks for the building of the Sprint Center. you know what the first concert at the Sprint Center was? Garth Brooks. Close. Okay. Elton John.
2: How was that close? <laughs> How is Garth Brooks and Elton John close? I guess it's not close at all. Okay.
1: On this day in 1997... <laughs> 18-year-old Melissa Drexler was charged with murder after dumping her baby in the trash after giving birth at prom. Here's what the prosecutor on the case said. She's been charged with murder. She has also been charged with endangering a child. There were no abnormalities which would have made it difficult for this child to live a normal life.
2: That's a crazy story. Yeah. And the, the media dubbed her um, prom mom. She was sentenced to 15 years in prison for that and was freed after three. Three! For dumping her baby in the trash.
1: <sighs> well, on the same day in 1997, the US Air Force released a report on the Roswell incident, suggesting the alien bodies people saw were actually life sized dummies. Here's their explanation.
0: They saw body bags come out because the dummies were put into body bags to protect them. And when you put all that stuff together and spin it, you find that it fits perfectly with many of the, the occurrences in Roswell during that era.
1: Yeah. Okay.
2: Because we're just playing with a bunch of dummies out in the <laughs> desert. <laughs> Somebody needs to investigate that uh. then. Let's not leave it at the alien thing. Be like, why are all these adults playing with dummies <laughs> in the desert? i gonna say in 1994...
1: Winter release, un- no, sorry. Wow,
2: <laughs> I saw that and I didn't want to correct you.
1: <laughs> this is that- definitely a typo. Was that a typo that or a- did it auto-correct? autocorrect? Okay. Weezer, there you go. Release undone, the sweater song, the first single from the Blue album. Don't play it, please. I, I don't have any audio for it. Thank you.
2: Weezer Winter. never out of ideas. That Rivers Cuomo. Cool, well,
1: it must have the sweater song, Winter, put two and two together. There you go. Mm. Well. On this day in 1949, the first televised Western, Hopalong Cassidy, airs on NBC. I hope that brought back memories for at least one person out there.
2: Yep. The person that always wins tickets from us. That was born in, like, 58. <laughs> Shout-out to you. Won't we'll say your name on the radio. Cause uh, I don't want to call you out, but... On this day in
1: 1947, Kenneth Arnold makes the first reported UFO sighting. Here's a radio interview he did originally.
3: They looked something like a, a pie plate that was cut in half with a sort of a convex triangle in the rear, a kind of weaving and going at a terrific speed.
2: According to the U.S. Air Force later and their logic it probably was just a pie plate A bunch of people playing pi- from pie plates near Mount Rainier Washington probably skeptics think that it was either mirages of snow that the dude saw or misidentified meteors or misidentified pelicans probably the pelicans mm-hmm. or the pie plates people playing with pie plates what do you do in the air force
1: <laughs> pie plates and dummies
2: Sign me up. Let's go. On this day in 1939,
1: Pan Am had their first flight from the United States to England. Here's a newsreel of that event.
3: 14 hours from America to Britain is the record of the Yankee Clipper, first Pan American flying boat to cross the Atlantic with a load of passengers. This flight demonstrates a better use of the air for comradeship,
2: goodwill, and peace among nations.
1: I, I missed the news from 100 years ago.
2: You know, Pan Am was the first airline to fly around the world, Mm -hmm. which, who signs up for that trip? The first one? Yeah. No, well, not not just because it's scary. This is the Mm -hmm. first place to fly around the world, but be like, all right, I'm leaving from here, (laughs) and then I'm going to be on a plane for like 600 hours, and then I'm going to arrive here again.
1: Who signs Uh, up for that? I didn't even think about that until then. Oh, that seems really
2: pointless and a waste of time. Would you do it? Hell no! I don't even like flying two hours. Not because I'm afraid of flying; I just hate the way you have to sit
1: with people, or just up with the in the chairs. Yeah,
2: upright in the chair, I can't fall asleep. Ugh, God, I hate flying. On this day in
1: 1938, pieces of a meteor hit the Earth's atmosphere and explodes, injuring a cow in Pennsylvania.
2: Poor cow. What, did it live? Do we know if it lived?
1: We, we don't know if that cow lived. I'm assuming it lived since it said injured and not right. fatally injuring a cow. How
2: could a meteor from space hit a cow? <laughs> it was a 450
1: me- metric ton, which I'm assuming is large.
2: Large and, and has a lot of velocity. And it hits a cow and the cow was like, no, <laughs> sit, <laughs> Uh, yeah. On that st- should be in a Cow Hall of Fame. Is there a Cow Hall of Fame?
1: There's a butter cow at the Iowa State Fair. Same thing. On this day in 1916, Mary Pickford became the first female film star to sign a million-dollar contract. And here's a little clip of that got Mary an Oscar.
3: Well, I told you. I told you. He, he made love to me. He was just a, a beast. I told you. I told you everything. Don't ask me. Daddy, daddy,
2: no, no. So overdramatic <laughs> acting back then. Just a little bit. I did the math and found that this is gonna be sick. In 1916, a million dollars. How much in today's dollars? Twenty-four million nine hundred forty-eight thousand nine hundred thirty-two dollars and four cents. That's
1: half a million dollars
2: a week. Go, Mary Pickford. Yeah. There's a street named after her in Los Angeles. The full Mary Pickford? Just Pickford. Oh, I used it to avoid traffic. Uh, On official holidays, Jordan.
1: Yes, please. It is Fairy Day. Many cultures all over the world have imaginary fairies, and without a sense of childlike wonder, the world is not a very exciting place. And it's upcycling day because... The world has so much waste. If we can use some of that
2: waste for something else, we can waste less. That is something that's always been trending on TikTok in, like, the top 20, upcycling. Yeah? Yeah. I wonder what we could upcycle. Hmm. Would you consider taking your stuff to Goodwill and such, upcycling? Uh, That's more of a
1: donation. You need to use the items for yourself instead of going out and buying.
2: Ah, I see something else. You gotta have a creative mind to be like, oh my gosh, that. You need to think out of the box a little bit. Exactly. No, <laughs> oh, no, no, no! You waited. Oh. You waited. You missed. You suck. All right.
1: I missed you by two inches in the face. Too. What is the
2: last unofficial swim a lap day? I did. you have already done that, so you can so- be successful
1: for the day. I
2: did so many. Yeah. Ah.
1: Exactly.
3: You can't... No. 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 You never know when that info will come in handy. Like maybe for your pub quiz night. That was On This Day in History with Jordan Silver and Friends on The bus. Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz.
1: The noose found hanging in Bubba Wallace's garage stall. At Talladega Super Speedway Has been there at least since last October The FBI said yesterday And announcing there will be no files No charges filed
2: It's like that dude from Empire Mm-hmm. <sighs> Come on mm. What are you doing Can't stand on stories end like that What else is going on and in the news The Segway The personal writing device Yeah those things are
1: awesome Yeah not the segment transition Is stopping production after becoming a staple with mall security because too many people have injured themselves. P.S.
2: There's a movie called Paul Blart Mall Cop and it is hilarious. Do you know what movie I'm talking about? I do
1: know. It's with uh, Kevin James. Kevin, yeah, it's, it's it's I think
2: there's like two funny. or three of them. What are you talking about? His ringtone is like Wannabe by the Spice Girls. It's hilarious. I mean, that's pretty cool. So no more segues?
1: No more segues are stopping production.
2: Also, whatever happened to hoverboards, huh?
1: You don't hear much about them
2: anymore because a lot of them blew up. So that's what ma- happened. Maybe that, that kind of what it. happened with them. Well, that's because they didn't hover. Damn it, they had wheels. I'm still mad about that. Next story.
1: Experts around the 4th of July tell people to leave it to the pros. But this year, that's not much of an option as they worried many more people will be injured this year. In home fireworks, we have an average of 10,000 injuries a year and doctors are worried that it may increase.
2: We got pretty close to that last year. We did? Yeah. Uh, there was one well, that, that you was, set off and it just exploded well, right there. That was the firework production's
1: fault because they're the one that has a faulty firework. It blow yeah, up but you don't know it. that
2: when all of a sudden, boom. <laughs> yeah, definitely not your fault. All you were trying to do was give us a good 4th of right? July.
1: And if you burn your neighbor's house down, you are on the hook. So.
2: Is that part of the news story, or is that just an aside?
1: That's an additional part of information that was in the news story. Oh, okay. Y- your insurance will be on hook for that, and Micah dropped. Oh, do not. And so, uh, Cards Against Humanity, the which is that sexist, slightly racist, grossly offensive card game that people love to play, their co-founder has resigned after complaints of his sexist and racist and grossly offensive behavior.
2: I've got it right here. (laughs) What are you grabbing that for? Do you want to, because I want to, I feel like that is the reason that he left, but I also want to pick from this deck other reasons why. So the
1: real reason that the co-founder of Cards Against Humanity quit is? You pick. Alcoholism.
2: Ooh, (laughs) this took a turn.
3: Jordan Silver on the bus.
2: To the dark. There's always a plethora of reasons why you do something. Mm -hmm. Just one, usually. And so, I carried this heavy-ass Cars Against (laughs) Humanity game in my bag all morning, not for just one little one-off joke in the news. Now it's time to keep going Mm. with it. What was the news story that you did? The Cards Against Humanity co-founder resigns after complaints over a sexist, racist office culture. And anybody who's played the game can totally understand why that is. So let's, uh, let's use the game Cards Against Humanity to come up with the five reasons, Ooh. real reasons, okay, why he quit or
1: left. The real reason the co-creator of Cards Against Humanity quit is because amputees.
2: Okay, amputees is a real reason.
1: I think that goes against the... The Equal Opportunity Employment Laws. Sure does. Discrimination.
2: The real reason the the co-creator of Cards Against Humanity quit is because of Morgan Freeman's voice. Oh. Okay, pick another Mm -hmm. one.
1: The real reason the co-creator of Cards Against Humanity quit is because
2: a cooler full of organs. That could do it. That's right. That's valuable. The real reason the co-creator of Cards Against Humanity quit is because of Harry... Potter erotica. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. The real
1: reason the co-creator of Cards Against Humanity quit is because a windmill full of corpses. A windmill full of corpses. That explains a cooler full of organs. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The real reason the co-creator of Cards Against Humanity quit is because drowning the kids
2: in the bathtub. Oh, that will... He just quit? Oh, that'll get you murder charges as well. For real. All right, what's the final real reason? This is way more than five, but
1: this is fun, so. The real reason the co-creator of Cards Against Humanity quit is because natural selection.
2: Oh, that's cold.
3: (laughs) It's like hashtag throwback Thursday, except way, way, way more embarrassing. This is Mortified.
2: It all started a couple weeks ago at the High Dive on 39th Street. One of my friends and I were talking about something that then led us both to admitting the fact that when we were younger, in our teens, in high school, we both catfished someone as the different as, a, as the other gender. And you bonded over that. We did bond over it, and in the middle of explaining it, I remember feeling just warmth all over my body and then straight up panic Mm -hmm. and it was because i had realized in that moment that the girl that i catfished when i was in maine in uh, 1999 lived in kansas city missouri of all the cities in america you could have ended up in here's the thing i win the lottery all the time it's just always the unlucky lottery. It's never the good one. It's always like, what's the worst case scenario possible? Again, why couldn't I have catfished somebody in Arizona? I'm never going to move to Arizona, I don't think. So why couldn't I have done that? I know that this sounds so ridiculous that it could possibly be a lie, but Buzz Family, I promise on my cat's life that this is a true story. And something that I haven't thought about in a very long time and something that is super shameful. So when I was 16, we got the internet at my house going back to like 98, 97, 98. So it would have been dial-up? Yes, it was definitely mm. dial-up. We had an IBM ThinkPad with those little red mouse, that little red mouse in the middle of the keyboard. Old oh, yeah. heads know what I'm talking about. Anyway, so... When I was sixteen, we get the internet at my house, and I had these feelings that i couldn 't describe inside of myself, so I created an online persona named Gavin great name choice by the way thank you. it was the nineties and Gavin was me, but a dude so everything pretty about much was you except just a, the other gender pretty much at least at that point, the beginning of it it was you know somebody was in a band, somebody mm-hmm. who was like uh skater kid you know all of those things um i don't know how i found it did you ever get into chat rooms when you were a kid a little bit yeah they they don't exist anymore the way that they did in the early not like they used to in the early part of the internet there you would just wait 55 minutes for your aol to dial up and then you could go into chat rooms and meet people from all over the world It, it was the first time I had access to people outside of people that I knew in Maine.
1: And you could find different topics in the chat to find people that were just like you and you could connect in ways that you never could before just in your little community.
2: Exactly. Damn it. I deserved that one. <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, having these feelings that I couldn't understand inside of me and then having a place to kind of figure out what it was, I created that online persona. And the fact that I was a dude on my online persona as opposed to just gay was because I didn't know. I didn't know. It sounds weird to say that, but it's the late 90s. It was a very different time than it is right now. There's nothing really on TV about it. Mm-hmm. There were n- no like icons really at that moment that you could be b- proud of, you know? I mean, and I, also I lived in a very small town in Maine. <laughs> we got nothing up there. We got nothing so I got into a chat room somewhere, and I started talking to this girl. Do
1: you have a name for this girl?
2: We're going to use her initials. Okay. And they are? J-L. JL. JL. Her initials are J-L. And this girl lived in Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, uh, You can't write that. I know. I never thought 20 years ago when I was chatting on the internet and catfishing someone that I would ever end up in my little lifetime in the same city as someone that I catfished.
1: Come and bite you back in the local butt.
2: Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm-hmm. So, I have decided that to – I'm going to try to make amends with this because it is an interesting – Thing. Plus also I'd like to know what the hell this girl thought of everything. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to do that on the show over the next couple weeks. How do you how do you make amends with that? I'm not sure yet. I think we'll all figure it out collectively, because I'm sure that members of the Buzz family have done something similar to this, possibly. Not everybody, but you know, when you just don't know what the hell it is about you that makes you different, you know you don't fit in, but you still don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're in our 30s now it's been a long time since we discovered who we are yeah but I am very sympathetic towards people that are doing that especially at a young age when you don't really know anything hmm was this would this be considered like the first place that you could be
1: someone else and no one would really know because you are online we've never had that opportunity before
2: yeah it totally was and at that point, there was no video chatting. You know, there were, pictures took forever to download, so there weren't really a lot of pictures either. You didn't really have to do much. You could just be who you were, but just lie about who it was. Mm-hmm. So, I wondered if there was a way that I could contact her, and I remembered because it's in my brain. I remembered the Angel Fire website. No that she created for us
1: well wait, 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 for, wait, wait, wait. for jl and gavin for sorry. both you yeah like a boyfriend girlfriend yes joint page
2: yes oh, i boy. remembered oh, that boy. address so the first thing that i did is i typed that angel fire address into my browser and nothing <sighs> nothing but exact demundo <gasps> damn it oh. I can tell <laughs> like heartfelt story, and you keep throwing grapes well, at me. Well, you stop it. saying that word. Not grapes, tomatoes. I know. I keep saying that word a lot. So there is something, Buzz family. I've talked about this before. It is the like the worst portal to. It's the portal to hell. Besides the thing that I found when I was tripping in Seattle that one time. It is called the Wayback Machine. And the Wayback Machine is an internet archive that took pictures of basically every website, and then put it all together so you can literally go back in time and see. What websites looked like whenever the Wayback Machine took a photo of it. Quite a powerful tool. So it literally means that nothing on the internet is deleted. Nothing. That's scary. It exists over there. So I took that address and I popped it into the Wayback Machine. Boom. Found it? I found it. How much content was on there? Uh, There's a good amount. She has something on the front page that's the story of us. What? And by us, I mean JL and Gavin. Oh, boy. And we're going to read it coming up. But Oof. I found something interesting when I was looking at her Angel Firesight on the Wayback Machine, and that was it was snapshotted in 2000, uh, 2001, and then 2019 was the last time that it was snapshot. Okay. So that, to me, means that it was deleted. Because the page doesn't exist in 2020, but it did in 2019 because a snapshot of that page showed up. Yeah, because if there
3: on was, the way was back no machine,
1: updates or any activity, it wouldn't have had such a recent capture of it. Ex- yep, that's right. Damn it. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: man. So I did a quick little search to see if Angel Fire purged a bunch of pages. Uh, no. No. So that means. Because I did this with a couple of my old Angel Fire pages over the years, mm-hmm. that means that she logged into that page and physically deleted it herself in 2019. That's within the past year. <laughs> Thank you, Captain Obvious. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> going to do some Travelocity commercials after this, or whatever Travago or Yeah, would love to. Captain Obvious. Mm. I'm getting a laugh in now because I'm not going to be laughing when you read the story of us according to her from her Angel Fire page. This is going to be joyful. All that coming up right after.
3: It's like hashtag throwback Thursday, except way, way, way more embarrassing. This is Mortified.
2: Oh, man. A couple questions coming in from the text line. Were you presenting yourself as Gavin online before you met her? Yes and no. I signed up for the chat room as Gavin, but I hadn't connected or met anyone as Gavin before or really after this one girl. That I catfished as Gavin, um, who lives here, or at least lived here in Mm. the late 90s in Kansas City. Somebody else wrote, uh, some of my worst nightmares would be anything from my internet activities creeping up on me from the 2001 chat room era. Yup.
1: Yeah, totally.
2: (sighs) Mm. A Wayback Machine is evil. Uh. It's evil. It shouldn't (laughs) exist. Except for once I did take taylorswift.com all the way back to when it was created and like... 2001 to see if maybe there was a phone number on there.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm crazy. Was there? No. Damn it. All right. So, Chris, mm-hmm. I remembered her Angel Fire website address didn't exist online, but it did exist on the Wayback Machine, which is an internet archive. And I was able to copy over basically the story of us according to her. Who wants to hear it according to me? No. I've got it according to her, and I'm gonna. You have to read it because I won't. I won't make make it through. <laughs> oh, this is golden. Okay, so this. Uh, my guess is this was written around to around 1999, ish. Okay, that's like when we met it was 99.
1: I've decided to make a page for Gavin. <laughs> I love him so dearly, and we have grown up together on the net. Oh, see, we first met when I was 14. And I think he was 17.
2: Hey, that's still like okay. That's still, that's a still turn, okay. But okay. That's still that's, okay. That's... I never lied. The... Gavin was born on June 14th, 1982. Okay, <laughs> so I'm not, this is not, please don't call Chris Hansen.
1: Ooh, uh, anyway, we started out friends, sorta. And then he dumped his girlfriend for me on V Day. Oh, how that? nice of you. <laughs>
2: that's our anniversary, by the way. <laughs> our anniversary is Valentine's Day. Isn't that sad? I should have known then
1: what the hell I was getting into. But I was too naive, and then it was too late. He had a hold of my heart. Gavin Silver. There was <laughs> definitely n- not the last name. There was nothing I could do to break free. I had fallen for him more than head over heels. Our dating was fun for a while, but then he cheated on me. Are you kidding me? I guess so. What? I
2: guess so. In your made-up story, you decided that was a good idea? <laughs> I guess so. Sometimes you got to make these storylines interesting, Chris. Because c- in real life, I was not dating anybody or anything, and I still didn't know I was gay. All right.
1: um, in a way, it didn't faze me. Well,
2: poor girl. Uh, yeah.
1: Sorry, JL. <laughs> nor shock me or bother me because I strived on wanting to be his girl. That's not healthy. And the girl
2: with a U. Also, that's not healthy
1: to write it like that. After months passed, I got an email from his friend. So you were another person? Yep. (laughs) Saying he had fallen for me again, and I couldn't believe it.
2: I only sent that one email. That one time. How was I supposed to go back to her after? Oh, God.
1: You created a second person. Yes. I didn't want to because I was still hurt from before, but in a way he made me happy. Then Gavin sent me an email saying he changed and all that stuff, which I didn't believe, but he proved me wrong. See,
2: I'm a good person. Excited
1: to see how that happened. Me too. I'm 18 years old. Oh, so a few years have passed. Okay, yeah. And I still can't believe that I've known him for as long as I have and have been through so much with him. I still have the pictures he sent me. I said he should be a model. <laughs> That's because
2: I cut the pictures out of the JCP catalog. <laughs> they were models. Ooh.
1: Well, uh, this guy has made me laugh when I felt there was nothing funny going on. Okay. He made me cry when he broke my heart and trust. Sorry, JL. <laughs> he brought smiles on my saddened face for as long as I can remember. Or sometimes he would sit on the computer for hours just to make me giggle over the stupidest things.
2: I mean, that kind of sounds like me, right? Like me, me? I just, again, I still had not figured out, A, that I was gay. uh, Or B, what the hell I was doing with life. Still haven't figured that out at 38. I will always remember
1: the first time he said hi to me. The first time he told me I was beautiful. The first fight? The first breakup,
2: mm-hmm.
1: the very first and last makeup with a grin. Oh God, I don't even want. The first time he told me he loved me, and meant it.
2: Oh, that's painful.
1: Love you so much, always, JL.
2: That was the front page of the Angel Fire page that she created for herself and Gavin, who I was pretending to be on the Internet.
1: How long did you have this thing going on for? See,
2: that's where the numbers get a little weird. Because I know it couldn't have started any earlier than 1998. And I know that I had written it all off before I went to college in 2000. Mm -hmm.
1: She said she was 18 and can't believe she's known for that long
2: i know that i stopped it by the time i went to college but i looked on the Wayback machine because it takes different photos as like the years go by yeah and she updated on february 14th 2001 which would have been at least one year but more realistically two years to the date oh can she still
1: holding on to that or something? yes that's
2: why this is bad And she lives in Kansas City, or she lived at the time in Kansas City, Missouri, and now I live here, and now i got to come clean to this girl. Oh,
1: there's a woman who wrote this in Kansas City 20 years ago.
2: Mm -hmm. There's a a possibility
1: that she still lives here?
2: So, at the bottom of that Angel Fire website is an email address. (sighs) I'm not going straight. (sighs) I have her address from Mm -hmm. a, a letter but I'm not going there. <laughs> I'm not doing that. That'd be a little creepy. Got to start like very lightly. Yeah. And so I think I have to compose an email and send it to her to that email address that was on her Angel Fire website. Don't read it out loud. You, I was really into you're, I, I was really into 311. <laughs> Don't read it out loud. You're going to respond to this almost 2 decades later. Yeah, but I what do I say?
1: I have no idea. I've never catfished someone With such a complexity before. She fell in love. You were probably her first love. Mm -mm.
2: Yeah, that sucks now that I'm an adult. And maybe that's why I'm so cursed in my own love life. Because I did this to this poor girl who just randomly had to be living in Kansas City. And now I live here and now i got to do this. All right. So we've got to compose an email to that email address. And... Text line, text line, please help us, because we have no idea what we're doing. Oh. Uh, the text number, 913 5 and we will keep you updated with what's going on with this. Follow the
3: show, Instagram.com, slash Jordan Silver.
2: Jordan, with an I. Uh, what you missed, and you can catch on the podcast, which will be updated on 965thebuzz.com, slash podcasts. Around 10 o'clock. Is Chris reading from the website of the girl that I catfished. Reading our love story. Yeah. That was painful. <laughs> that she, was painful. She was infatuated
1: by you. I mean, but I
2: also had feelings too. Am I not allowed to have feelings just because I was pretending to be someone of, the dif- of a different gender? I mean... Because I didn't know I was true, gay? But you
1: were doing it in nefarious ways that I possibly wasn't, can harm people. No,
2: the assumption that it was nefarious was not... I don't think that's accurate. I wasn't going like, I really don't, I I really want to mess with this girl. That was never my intention. It was, I have these feelings. I don't know what they are. And this, for some strange reason, is calling to me. Let me explore this. Mm, nefarious okay. I would never no I would never do that even back in the day um, so like when we did have a relationship I was having feelings I was thinking about her I was crying about her like it was all that except for it wasn't just like Catfish it wasn't the person that you got the pictures of so
1: it's just like the circle pretending to be someone else but you actually you are who you say you are as far as your personality and everything goes. Right,
2: just the pictures and the gender, totally different. Yeah. Which, and that's a big deal. I mean, even back then, I didn't mm-hmm. know what I was doing, but but today, you know, that, that's a big deal as well. Um, but the Buzz text line, we're trying to compose an email to her because I found her email address. Oh. That's where we're going to start, email. In case she doesn't want to have anything to do with this and writes it off, yeah. then that is where I will leave it, of course. But I can't believe that I live in the same city as someone I catfished when I was, like, 17. So, uh, Text line says, a bunch of different responses. Sorry, Jordan, you're going to hell for all of this. Yeah, I can see that. <sighs> I wouldn't read your behavior as malicious. Thank you. If we were all required to hold up to our adolescent behavior, up to adult standards, we would all feel foolish. Oh, that's true. Right. That's yeah. where the heart of it. I'm Gotta not. Keep that in mind. Mm. What are you going to do if she's listening and gets word of this and contacts the show? <gasps> I would deal with it head-on, I guess. The phone line hasn't rang. And we've talked about this a few times on the show and have not oh, had anybody reach out to me yet. Unless, unless you reached out via Facebook Messenger because I don't check that thing. But I will. Honestly, this sounds creepy. Like if Jordan were well, a guy doing this on air, I think it would come off in a stalking tone and not even slightly funny. What do you think? I mean, it was a, definitely a different time. It was a different time. But if I were,
1: if you were a guy uh, pretending if, to be a girl,
2: no, no, no. They're saying that if if I were a guy on air, as opposed to a girl on air, that this would be totally different and seem creepier. Creepier trying to meet up with somebody that you had to, an emotional relationship with when you were younger. You're both think, we're both the same age. Yeah,
1: I don't think this would be creepy because it's not. You're not going after a fourteen-year-old now.
2: Exactly. Damn it. <laughs> Stupid exactly. I I it! Stupid word exactly. Stupid word exactly. Stupid. I can't stop saying, saying it. it. I know. All right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done saying it. Anyway, the la, la, somebody somebody also wrote into the text line. Mail her. Send her an email saying that Gavin has had a heart attack right there. Give her the address <laughs> to Ku Med. And when she gets there, boom. Have a ring in your hand and be on one knee. Chris, you've gotten it. <laughs>
3: Jordan Silver and Friends News on
1: 96.5 The Buzz. Recap of the 7 o'clock news. No charges were filed after the FBI says a noose in Bubba Wallace's garage had been there since last year. The Segway personal vehicles, known for high-profile crashes, are ending production. Mm. Officials are worried that the 4th of July shows cancellation of the fireworks will have increased injuries at the hospital's And the Cards Against Humanity co-founder quits after he was accused of sexist and racist behavior.
2: All right. That was a heavy seven. What do you got for us in the eight, Chris?
1: Uh, The state of Rhode Island is changing its name. What? What? Yeah. What? The full name of Rhode Island is Rhode Island and the Providence Plantations. Yes. You knew that? Yes. I'm from New England. Everybody knows that in New England. Nobody knew that here probably. <laughs> well, they're getting rid of the Providence Plantations part and just going with Rhode Island. Okay. And I feel like this is announcing feel like you're leaving a group on Facebook. Not needed.
2: When you're just like, all right, that's it. I'm taking a break. <laughs> is that what you're saying? Yeah. Because <laughs> it's going to be Rhode Island. The changes
1: are going to be, what, the elevator certificates and the elevators are going to have to be changed? You're no, so technical. I
2: love that about you. What else is going on in the news? Billie Eilish has
1: people wondering what's up. She just unfollowed everybody, even her brother, on Instagram with no explanation. And it shows she's following one person, but when you try to click on following... It says no users found. So what's oh, going on? Oh, that's
2: a mystery. Mm-hmm. What are you doing, Billy?
1: And a large plume of dust from the Sahara Desert is traveling through the atmosphere and is approaching parts of the United States and will hit Kansas City no. this weekend, no. impacting us and be dusty.
2: Oh, no. Yeah, so when, when you see the, the fog and the dust, that's African dust traveling across the world. That makes it slightly better for some reason, I think. I'm going to try to save some. Yes, catch... I see you outside. Try to catch <laughs> dust in the air. I love you so much. Or, or... Dust in,
1: in the, the wind. wind. A furniture restorer
2: <laughs> was... <laughs>
1: was hired by an anonymous owner to clean up, clean up a copy of the immaculate conception of Los Venerables. After two attempts... The Virgin Mary looked like a victim of bad plastic surgery. Oh, no. After paying nearly $1,400 for the restoration, they hired another restorer, and that uh, didn't go well
2: either. (laughs) You're going to need to uh, Google some images of it. Okay, what what do you think you Google to see the pictures that you just described? Botched Virgin Mary. (laughs) I'm I'm a little worried about what's going to come up. All right, hold on. Oh my god, that looks like that (laughs) It's nowhere That is so bad, that looks like I did it (sighs) There's no facial
1: features There's no shadowing There's no depth (laughs) It's just a flat image on a Renaissance painting. All so. you gotta
2: do is Google botched Virgin Mary. Ooh. And it's a safe thing to, to Google, at least the first page of results. Jordan
3: Silver on the bus. One of the greatest
2: songs ever written for the guitar. Muse Knights of Sidonia. hmm Jordan Silver and France 965. The buzz. Moving on to another topic. Chris. Yep. I love your wife. She's beautiful. She's beautiful. She's funny. She's smart. She's realistic. Mm-hmm. Now, after I feel like I'm, I'm giving her compliments, not trying to hit on her. <laughs> but she is, she real you. She is a great woman. Yeah. She's. She's cool and proper at the same time, in a way that. People aren't anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I've had many deep conversations with her. What are some words that you use to describe your wife?
1: definitely, of course, sexy is going to be one of them. And then she gets very confident and then uh, just she has a way with people in her words that can usually she can get what she wants.
2: She also has a really lovely voice.
1: Yes, yes, she does.
2: Especially when we do radio, you mm-hmm. know, you're kind of paying attention to that. Some people, you're just like, oh, my God, I could never do a radio show with you. Her, she could read me the phone book, and it would be great. Mm-hmm. I've known her for as long as I've known you. Yeah, year, and, over a year. Yeah, and I thought I knew her pretty well. But what you just told me about her is absolutely a surprise. Nothing wrong with it. Nope. But I didn't pick her to be that kind of girl. It's not something that she talks about or does a lot. That's what's scary. I feel like if I would have known that before, Mm -hmm. like she just threw that into some conversation. Yeah. I think it would be a little different, but I'm just completely shocked. We'll talk all about it (laughs) coming up.
3: That's Jordan Silver and friends from 6 to 9 on The bus.
2: But you and your wife are so frugal, Chris.
1: She wasn't always this frugal. She was quite the adventurous spendthrift back in her day. Oh. Yeah. She had money. She would spend it.
2: That's what money's for.
1: <laughs> yes, but you also need to save it for incidents in the future when you don't have any money. Well, now that you've got a kid, you,
2: I understand completely. Yeah. But after knowing your wife, I mean, we've had her on the show before. Mm-hmm. I would not have guessed that she was a a fan of gambling. She loves it. If she could
1: spend every single night at the casino, she probably would.
2: Does she have a favorite casino locally?
1: Uh, Ameristar. Okay. It's such a beautifully decorated interior where the casinos are.
2: What did you call the casino that we can see from my house? Um, Can I say that? I think so. The pile of debris? Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: mm. Sorry if you work there.
2: Oh, so how often do you and your wife go to the casino? About once
1: a year, maybe ish. And I can't stand her spending money on casino because it's throwing it away. Basically, in, in my books,
2: that's how I feel because I'm unlucky. I've never won anything. Has she won anything?
1: Yeah, she's she's won about fifteen hundred bucks at the blackjack before. Damn, a long time. So is that her game? Yeah, she loves blackjack. So, like,
2: doesn't care about slots or anything, it's just blackjack? Yeah. Wow, is she good? I mean, anybody She knows what she's doing, yeah. So, the reason that we're bringing this up is because this morning you came in and you said that you and your wife have come to an agreement (laughs) on your budgeting, and this, to me, is hilarious. We had
1: to find out a way, because I love Fireworks. Love them. He loves fireworks, BuzzFam. But you're literally blowing your money up.
2: Which is kind of what you're saying that people do when they go to the casino. Yeah.
1: So. If you don't win. We came to an agreement that she can spend as much at the casino in a year as I spend on fireworks.
2: Okay. So, but if she only goes once a year, if you guys only go once a year. Yeah. And really, you only buy fireworks for the 4th of July. Once a year. Then this is perfect. Right? What a wonderful compromise. I know, but we can't come up with a number. How far
1: off are you guys? 100 bucks or so. Because she initially said 100, which you can't do much with 100 bucks at fireworks or casino. And I'm thinking like 300 ish. But then I'm like, oh, she's got to spend that much money at the casino, and that's $600 between the two
2: of us. So. That gives her more than one trip there. But you only get one night of pleasure with the fireworks. If she
1: decides to take her budget and split it up, yeah.
2: How are you guys going to resolve this? Mm, Amicably? (laughs) Google that word. (laughs) Amicably. Amicably. What do you think? Oh, I have—I don't have to compromise with anybody. I'm single. I spend my money on me
1: or we, my cat. What would you think would be a reasonable amount? That's not ridiculous. We're because we're basically blowing this money away.
2: How much did you spend on fireworks last year? Because that was a great show, right? Yeah, one between 100 and 150. 150. Boom! There you go. Cut it right down the middle. That's how you compromise. You compromise in the middle. So she's got to spend a. 150
1: bucks at the casino?
2: You're going to spend $150 blowing up things.
1: But I, I get entertainment for people all around us, and it gets big booms and bright
2: lights. and We got the police called on us last time, Chris. Oh, yeah. Because it was like three days after the 4th of July. And i like, midnight. <laughs> Damn, those rules in Raytown. Mm. Jordan,
3: Silver, and friends on the bus.
2: Still on top of the game. Not Eminem, me. Why? Because... I have had a rocky relationship with the application TikTok. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was too old for it. Mm-hmm. When Dustin was here on Friday, he told me that Gen Zers don't like min- millennials on there. Oh, really? Yeah, but oh, I have yeah. a video that has 51,000 likes already. So. Really? hmm I know what I'm doing with the TikTok. <laughs> Thank you very much. Dude, the number one trending thing on TikTok right now... Mm-hmm is the Don't Leave Me Challenge. Didn't you do that? I like did do that. Ago? I did it a week ago. Hmm. And now it's trending as the top thing on TikTok where you make that funny little pun and then you yell, don't leave me, don't leave me. It's on my Instagram, Instagram.com slash Jordan. Silver, Jordan with an I.
1: So you're a trendsetter.
2: No, I just, whew, it feels nice, especially doing a job in entertainment where mm-hmm. there's a, a, an array of ages of people that listen to this radio show. It is just nice to know that I can still... Kick it with the kids.
1: Do you feel a sense of validation?
2: Yes, very validated, which is not a thing that you should be feeling off of the Internet. (laughs) I know that there's a problem with that, but give me this. Give me this one thing.
3: Stream Jordan Silver and Friends 6 to 9 on the Radio.com
2: app. Buzz family helped me out a lot with this, actually. Big shout out to Will, who's out there, and texted in to help me compose this Email that I'm about to send to JL. Mm,
1: thanks, Will. The girl, JL's the girl you catfished when you were 16 that happened <laughs> to live here in Kansas City that we spent the last half of the seven
2: o'clock talking about. Yes, JL is the, mm, the girl that I catfished when I was younger. Yes, that's it. But all right, take a listen to this because really, this is coming out of 20 years. Mm-hmm. Dear JL, this is coming out of nowhere. You don't know me. Well, you kind of do. <laughs> Let me explain. When I was in high school, I was confused about my sexuality. I didn't know that I was gay. In exploring my feelings, I did something that, looking back, I'm not proud of. Though, I swear I didn't do it maliciously. I was just longing to have a connection with a female on a love level to see if that was even possible for me. It was. And that's where you come in. I catfished you. 20 years ago, I was Gavin from Maine. In reality, my name is Jordan, and I'm a gay female. Just like the catfishes explain on the TV show, everything I said was me, but I was not truthful about my name and gender. In a weird twist of fate, I actually live in Kansas City now. A friend brought up something last week that reminded me of this whole situation, and I'm reaching out to you to say that I am sorry. I have no expectations beyond that. I'm not sure if you still use this email address or if you live in KC or how you felt about everything looking back on it as well. I just want to tell you that back in the day when we talked, you were funny, smart, and, I re- and really lovely to talk to, and I am sorry. If you would like to talk about this further, here is my information. Jordan, a.k.a. Gavin from Maine.
1: That was really well written and heartfelt, and I, I hope she responds positively to it if she gets it.
2: Right. Yeah. How, how would you feel? How would you feel if somebody came out of nowhere? I mean, it had been 20 years, so you have
1: to think some time passes, those wounds probably aren't that hurtful.
2: Some people hold stuff in, though, and they keep it, you know?
1: So maybe this has affected her entire life and is the basis for all of her God, don't put it like
2: that, Chris. I was just, maybe she's still a little salty about it. That's where I was going with that. But you are right. There's always that fact that it could be that. But now, what do I put as the subject to this email? Why Why do we have to? Ooh. How many emails have you written that were so amazing that you used all the amazingness in the actual email and then you had to come up with some stupid, clever title for the subject? What do you?
1: Every time I wrote an obituary. Uh... What can we have as the title of this email?
2: Yes. What can we put as the title? Because I'm going to be able to send it in like two seconds. We come up with a title. I, like I don't know if you remember me, dot, dot, dot. Uh, or What would make someone 20 years later look at this in their email and be like, oh, I should click this. This seems real. Because we all get so much spam these days. That's true. Spam even looks like real personal emails. <sighs> what, what if I... What? What if I... What if I put the web address of her website? You know what I mean. It should get her attention. That's what I'm saying. That she would know that this is from the past. Yeah. Angelfire.com/slash/not/saying/it/on/the/air <laughs> for her anonymity. Oh my God, Chris! Uh, I'm about it. to send send it the girl that I catfished 20 years ago. An email. You need to write this wrong. Send it. know what i don't know now what <laughs> we just wait uh, we just wait oh my god oh my god Buzz <sighs> family if you missed any of this you can hear it on the podcast 965 thebuzzcom slash podcast which will be updated by 10 what is your guess do you think she's gonna write back or not i mean let's okay first off let's say that that is an email address that mm-hmm. she's still using
1: if she deactivated that Within the last year? Wouldn't it send back automatically? But she she might have an email address. The website might be deleted, but the email address might still be
2: active. I didn't get a send back mailer. Usually
1: you get those immediately, don't you? Yeah. This is a good sign that you
2: may have communicated with someone you previously catfished? Especially because I know that Hotmail purged a bunch of old email addresses that yeah. were not in use for something like seven years mm-hmm. it's not sending back or or <laughs> the other thing is someone else could have created that email address could have got purged <laughs> and then someone else came up with that same email address and now I'm emailing I don't know some like creepy old guy it or be something. some random person oh God uh, let's see where this goes BuzzFamily. Uh, family I will keep you updated
1: I hope they check that Email regularly?
2: Yeah, everybody tell everybody that you know in Kansas City to check your email. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Thanks for downloading the podcast and hanging out with us today. If you want to see what's going on when the show's not on air, follow Jordan Silver on Instagram. Instagram Instagram.com slash Jordan Silver. That's J-O-R-D-I-N Silver.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?